Oh man, I'm cooks off of half a beer. I'm oh. steaming, ready to record, baby. More like brew, Mungy. Oh man, I can't beat that. I can't talk. I'm bringing a new energy. My gosh, <laughs> brew Mungy. Oh. That should exist. There should be a beer called Brew Mungy. I bet. Yeah. That, I bet someone's done that. Be like really fruity and good. Yeah, yeah and you have to finish it, otherwise. <laughs> Your house gets wrecked. Yeah. People just start trashing your house until you finish sculling the beer. Yeah, that's the only way. It's one of those slightly big cans, so it's like, oh. hey, you gotta. Yeah. It's gonna be flat by the time you finish it. Oh, no. <laughs> the truth. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Let's not, like, lean too hard into New Zealand's binge drinking culture and start the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh Welcome to the jungle. You've got fun and games. You've got everything you want, provided what you want is Sink Floyd, the <laughs> podcast where we watch every movie ever made to see if it syncs up to Pink Floyd's 1973 magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon. My name is Gareth Blackler, and with me, James Barron. Hi, it's Jungle James. What's up? <laughs> I'm here, ready to, ready to live in this hellish place, the jungle. I've been trapped oh, yes. here. For 26 of my years. <laughs> so, I've only been spent two years outside of the jungle at this point. Wow. I'm barely, barely capable of speech. It's amazing that I'm on the mic at all. Um, yeah. Yeah. How you going? And know so much about the last 28 years of pop culture. Yeah, it's true. That's like, that's it. I like caught, I was like, either side, I caught Dark Side of the Moon when I was like <laughs> one year old. And then 26 years in the jungle, and I've had a year out to record the podcast. <laughs> that's, that's the that way tracks. it goes. Yeah. Yeah. That's all canon. Mm-hmm. Oh. I love establishing new canon. So this week, we watched the 1995? Mm, um, is it? Yep, that's right. Oh, a weaker podcast would have looked it up. No, it's correct. That is it. <laughs> You've done it. Um... Board game adaptation? No, book. Book adaptation. Invented a board game. Yeah. Yeah. That was adapted into a board game. Uh, Jumanji. Later adapted into a Saturday morning cartoon. Yep. And two The Rock movies, which I haven't seen, but I've heard are really good. Yeah, I've actually heard that they're pretty good as well. It's yeah. Like, uh, lots of pretty famous actors having a, having a goof and a gaff. In the jungle, and later on, not in the jungle. I don't know. I don't know. But it's well, so I know about good. the sequel. Is there's a horse? Sorry. Sweet. No, it's so good that they made um two, which is kind of wild. Like there's more. Yeah. There's more than the original movie. Like there's double that. So it yeah. must be pretty popular. But hey, that's screw that. We didn't watch that. <laughs> we watched 1995's nah. Jumanji. Ah. Uh. How did you find it? Love what, this do you movie. have a relationship with Jumanji? Yeah, I, I really like this movie. Um, it's like one from my childhood. It's like probably not that appropriate for kids. It's definitely a kids movie, but like, yeah. Fuck, there's some traumatic stuff that happens in this. Um, oh yeah. I like noted throughout that this has this has big goosebumps book energy. Like yes. the whole film feels like. One long, horrific Goosebumps book that, like, ch- choose your own adventure, things going wrong for these kids. Yeah. It's very enjoyable. Um, uh, 
But yeah. If it was a Goosebumps book, what would it be called? I'm reckoning there's it's a jungle in here. Oh, yeah. They always had like really bad pun titles, didn't they? Yeah. It was always pretty much the whole tagline instead of the actual, um, instead of just a nice snappy title. Yeah. I think it'd be like jungle fever and there's like a kid sick in bed but then he's like surrounded by jungle plants on the cover that's good yeah <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah can't see the forest for the scares for the bees i don't know hey. <laughs> yeah there's always like a, a yeah there's like a pull quote as well man goosebumps, yeah let's just do a new show about goosebumps holy shit oh have you, when was the last Goosebumps? When was the last time you read a Goosebumps? Oh god, I read, so there is a really good podcast, uh, I'm gonna plug another person's podcast on our podcast. Go for There's it. a podcast called Goosebuds, where three friends read Goosebumps books every week. They were going sequential order, but then they just, like, started doing random ones. Um, and I read a, read a Goosebumps book for that. I think I read, like, the third one. Uh, with, oh yeah. Uh, I read the first Monster Blood, which could be the third one. But anyway, yeah, that is a good. It's a pretty good one. Goosebumps out of out of the Goosebumps canon, yeah, yeah. But yeah, have you read A Night in Terror Tower? I have read that one, yeah. Yeah, I'm worried I've already talked about this on the show, but like that one is existentially terrifying because the children find out all their memories. Oh, spoiler! (laughs) Skip ahead if you're you know working your way through the (laughs) spoilers um... for like a Goosebumps book that came out before Jumanji. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, that came out before James even went into the jungle. Mm. Um, the book was published in January 1995. Oh, uh, wow. All the children find out their memories are fake and they're actually like exiled prince and princess who have been Whoa. sent to the future Holy to save God. them from terror. That rules. Yeah. I like that. Uh, yeah. Like, they always had twists, didn't they? Like, yeah. Very, in, like, way over the top twists. Just because that was what was done in those books, I guess. Arl Stein yeah. loves a bloody twist. What a guy. He also, um, he'll put something scary and like a, almost like a jump scare, like a cliffhanger at the end of every chapter and then immediately resolve it. <laughs> yeah. I'm super conscious of the fact that we aren't talking about Jumanji at all. Um, <laughs> Gareth, what is your experience with the film Jumanji? Oh, it's probably another, I was thinking about it, this is probably every generation has a film that it loves that the previous generation doesn't love yeah so like um for people older than us it's probably like labyrinth or uh the goonies or Mm. something like that and maybe even as you get older it's star wars or something like that um and then obviously for younger people than us it's probably like the emoji movie or something we just can't get into yeah um and this is yeah so i was kind of watching it through that and then i couldn't tell like because I still think this movie's great. I, yeah. You know, there's some things that are a bit, like, dumb. And it's a bit weird that it's been so much time in the 60s, which yeah. annoyed me a little. But yeah, I loved this film when it came out. I'm still loving it. And I remember going to an open home as a kid. And <sighs> there was the fake, um, that fake furniture they put in open homes to mm. make the people who live in it look really cool. Yeah, yeah. And in the fake kid's bedroom, there was a uh, Jumanji board game. And I was what? so scared. And my parents did not get that house. That's thank goodness oh my god <laughs> um like yeah it's wild to me that they even printed fake jumanji board games like yeah the whole premise of the movie is that this is a awful board game that will ruin your whole life <laughs> um until you finish it and then it could yeah like you get a second chance or whatever but like 
it's it's nuts to me that like people at Hasbro or whatever were like, ah, yes, this will sell. <laughs> <laughs> of course, people want to go through such trauma. Ingenious. They're sick of Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough. Tra- yeah, they're not getting enough trauma from that. Yeah, they need to. They need to move on to something harsher. The gritty <laughs> board game realists who want a jungle type adventure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But isn't it like uh, Ouija boards are the same kind of thing? That yeah, they true. Made those like they didn't exist until they started making them as a board game, and like yeah, sell this. It'll mess up your life by inviting ghosts into your house. Yeah. Talk to the demons. Talk to <laughs> yeah. dead grandma. I don't know. You're eight years old. Here's a demon. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know the the history of Ouija boards, but I do. I do love them as a concept. Yeah. Like it's it is wild that they kind of got like co opted into horror movies and stuff because like they're probably just like a fun like party game as the what they yeah. were marketed as right like everybody gets drunk and then somebody's moving the thing and then you but don't no know one's who quite it is sure. yeah yeah have like, you tried um the online Ouija board on brainjar.com? what <laughs> it's no. not great what do people spell out I imagine some horrific stuff because it's the internet yeah. Yeah, I don't even quite get how it works, but... Is it like Twitch plays Pokemon, but Ouija board? That would be amazing. Twi- that's what it should be. Twitch plays Ouija board? Have we just yeah. invented something that's going to make us more rich and famous than this podcast? Uh, yeah. All right. And the good thing is, no one listens to this podcast, so oh, no one's going to beat us to it. Yes! Excellent. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this podcast is actually just a vehicle for our, like, get-rich-quick schemes to be yeah. on record, to be recorded so that we can remember them later yeah yeah and i don't know how to like keep audio other than by putting it onto um apple podcasts yeah. so you know yeah it's the only way yeah that's where i listen to all my audio <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah, my mum wants to leave me a voicemail she has to create a podcast yeah i'm not listening mum. <laughs> yeah that's the only way i'll get your messages <laughs> So, Go on Mark Marin, Mum. Yeah, please. <laughs> Mum and Marin? I'd be into it. That's the crossover Ooh. we're waiting for. Man, we yeah. are so far off track. We haven't even started. Holy moly. <laughs> We've got so many good ideas. Yeah, it's impossible. Uh, um, Alright, well, this movie, it kicks off with a spooky green logo, it which sure kind of does. thematically vibes is with this a like, bit of Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, it does. Is, is this the, the like central orb of Jumanji revealing the logo to us? Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm agreeing with that. Sweet. I like that a lot. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I kind of wish that all the credits followed the same, like, spooky washing in from nowhere font. Yeah. We start the movie in 1869, which is wild. Like, the yes. two completely unnamed characters are here burying a box. Um, and, like, a young boy gets very scared because he, like, falls in the hole with this box. And it's like, it's trying to get me. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's great. The screaming does not align with the screaming at the start of... Uh, no. Yeah, not so good. Um, but never mind. Uh, yeah, we and- do get a lovely... Um, the guy says, the little voice on the Pink Floyd album says, I've been mad for years, and then a year shows up on screen, so mm-hmm. that's something. That's pretty good. Yeah, and the kid says, um, may God have mercy on their souls, which is always great to hear. Yeah, and the like, lightning flash. This. <laughs> yeah this is this is great stuff at the start of this movie yeah way over the top I'm into it <laughs> and then yeah we like smash cut to the future like 1960 something 65 was it 69 69 nice. okay 
Uh, right, so a hundred years later, sweet. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, we see young Ellen biking around the town of Brantford, which mm. is what this becomes. We see like that this is the same town as earlier because there's like a little road sign that says Brantford in the like flash <laughs> of lightning, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then he's being chased by like some biker bullies. <laughs> Yeah, a whole bunch of them. Yeah, this is all very Goosebumps. There's always, like, bikers and bullies and stuff chasing main characters. Like, for no apparent reason. Just, like, little shit kids being shitty to each other. So, I'm already in the Goosebumps mindset watching this movie. (laughs) Um, We get uh, Run Rabbit Run is the line that plays where a bully says that he's going to run to daddy. Off, oh, of the shoe, nice, yeah. off of the shoe factory so that's a sweet sync right at, yeah. right off the bat talking about running i would prefer yeah. if this album had Woo. said run daddy run but you know what can you do run daddy run oh I just, i'm not sure i'm on board with that energy <laughs> Pink Floyd fair enough fair trying enough. to like get into the like pop charts or something with that one yeah i don't know um <laughs> you've heard of dad rock what about daddy rock oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh, i'm sorry oh okay um, moving swiftly on there's like yeah so i'm talking about these like fresh new kicks that um carl's cooked up uh, yeah. here at the shoe factory he's invented the like sneaker in 1969 yeah. which rules um yeah great looking shoes i'd wear these yeah heck yeah same yeah um but yes, it doesn't but, go well for him. Uh, he like puts the he's talking to young Alan about them, and they, it gets put down on a wee conveyor belt, and he gets munched by the machine. Yeah, um, yeah, not so good. Uh, young Alan does not take the fall for this as well. Oh, his cold, dead eyes as he's watching, Fucking as he sucks. leaves, watching this firing happen. Yeah, I hate young Alan. I don't hate him. I'm not a fan of young Alan, especially because you know. He's keeping you from seeing Robin Williams. Very He's going to somehow grow up to be like the most, from the least charismatic child to the most charismatic man. It's true. That's what and the jungle does keeping... to a man. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the jungle was good. <laughs> it turned him but, into um... Robin Williams. <laughs> also, um, he's keeping us from Kirsten Dunst, who's yeah. like a super talented child actor. So like. Exactly. Ugh. Get out of here, child, Ellen. I mean, shout-outs yeah. to you. I'm sure this was, like, a pretty tough role for a young kid, but hey. Uh, yeah, oh, that's true. Knowing you have to be Robin Williams. He is pretty wooden. Like, it's not a great fit, like, charisma-wise. Yeah. I will admit. But hey. It's tough. Uh, He's got to be, like, a somber, picked-on kid, so I kind of get the vibe. But yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe the casting of Robin Williams is where it was wrong. Like, he's like <laughs> they should have chosen a more somber actor. Yeah. yeah who knows that's a good point yeah Man. although i would say this is some somber um robin williams like True. you almost forget robin williams is, is in this film he's super you're like, dark throughout like yeah making some like really he does make jokes but they're like very like black comedy style stuff like yeah yeah except for one joke which sucks later on which i'm gonna Ooh. dwell on for a while <laughs> so yeah look forward to that one listeners um oh, yes what happens next uh yeah his dad tells alan to like go and face the bullies that he's afraid of like, yeah go and stand up to them and he's like oh okay and then yeah carl takes the fall for the shoe getting like all munched up and ruining the machine presumably gets fired in the background yeah this. um but yeah uh yeah 
what uh, he gets the uh, poor Alan gets like beaten up and his bike stolen <laughs> mm. because he's facing down like six bully kids um because he's like hanging out with Sarah Whittle I guess yeah who's the boyfriend who's of this Billy's bully. yeah of course the boy the bully's called Billy is just like ideal that's <laughs> yeah sublime <laughs> my gosh they just like handed in the script and they realized they'd forgot to name the bully and they just ran back and added some eyes over the years <laughs> yeah no shade against anyone called Billy, but... No. No. Nah. Billy's a great name. Yeah, I agree. Um, Bill, yeah. yeah. Gotta yeah. love Bill. Uh, yeah, so... But there's something that he... After he's been punched in the nose and he's bleeding out, he's like... He's not bleeding out, but he's bleeding. <laughs> um, he's like... Here's this, like, thumping through a wall that we can't hear because there's... Yeah. Pink Floyds are blaring, but, like, not even subtitles going on, so he's just, like weirdly walking around a construction <laughs> yeah. site and this without context this is very strange like none of yeah the, none, i had no idea what was going there's on there's no was like, jumanji okay. thumps for the subtitles uh viewers of anyone of any film here so like jumanji must it just ha- takes on a new weird form where people are just drawn to it for no apparent reason yeah yeah I don't know. I they feel just like go it's, cold and start walking. I feel like it's important enough that it should be subtitled that the game is yeah. making these sounds. But Agreed. I, I don't know. Yeah. Look, like I don't know who puts who makes subtitles, especially for like the sometimes dodgy ways we have to watch these films. Yeah. But like this one, all above board. This one was a sleep of the wheel because like there's a lot of crosstalk and like yeah. snippy dialogue that they just do not put in, so you just get like half words and half sentences later on. Oh man. Nah. We had a dropped experience then. That's a shame. They oh. dropped the ball on those subtitles. Never mind. Yeah. Now, step it <sighs> up, subtitlers of the world. I know you're like probably putting in this work for free, but like, yeah, true. You know. <laughs> uh, and like, I could never do what you're doing, but you know. I don't know. Please do it better. Maybe we could do this as like a side gig for our podcast, and then we're watching like a movie every week, right? We just start subtitling films that we aren't impressed with the subtitles for. <laughs> it's like as a public I mean, service. Yeah, yeah. You into that? Yeah, I mean, if we can change fonts and stuff, I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's all coming up in the yeah. Jumanji font, like <laughs> yeah. whirling away, all being revealed by smoke, and oh, then like immediately yeah. vanishing again. Yeah, that's good yeah. stuff. I will say, putting in the effort, though, is Pink Floyd, because those drum fills in time sound a lot like these dr- Jumanji drums thank, are supposed to sound. Thank goodness for the boys in the Floyd, picking up the slack yeah. where <laughs> the bloody subtitlers are letting us down, you know? Oh yeah. my goodness. Anyway, he uncovers this box from the wall. Uh, it's like a big, a big chest. Um, the clocks go off in time here. Like, when he is opening the crate, he hasn't revealed the game yet, like, right on the on the buzzer, which I'm a little bit upset by, but it's yeah. like, he has the box open. He, like, opens the box and there's full of sand, like, <laughs> when, the, when the clock's go off, which is a little bit of an anticlimax, but, you know, se- yeah. seconds later he reveals the game. So, there it is. Jumanji. Beautiful carved, like, box top. Like, oh, heck yeah. if this wasn't a cursed game, I would love to own Jumanji, you know? Yeah. Beautiful. Put it up on the mantelpiece. Yeah. Very well put together. But yeah. I'm not a fan of owning cursed objects, Gareth. I don't know. <laughs> like, other than the cursed object that we both share, um, it's like, I, I'd probably avoid it if I can. 
I'm yeah. I'm making reference to a, a five foot tall papier mache skeleton that I own, or that. Oh yes, yeah. That Gareth oh, and I Leandro. own. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's give no further context on him. Okay. He just keeps us cursed. Yeah. Gotta gotta yeah. stay cursed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look it's october they should be releasing like a fizzy drink that has the like slogan gotta stay cursed Mm. and someone like that is true all for that yes i'd be into it like i feel like jumanji's fairly october-y spooky stuff happens oh yeah yeah. like you said it's very goosebumps yeah spooky times spooky season gareth that's what we're in hopefully this podcast goes up in october i'm pretty sure it will but anyway yes yeah don't worry okay uh yes uh then we go we like crash to the parish the parish house like alan returns home there's like um the really beautiful spiral staircase in this house Mm. this is like the one thing that i always remember from this movie is this like the whole layout of this house is just locked in my mind which is yeah well they do fun things with it they do that classic like action movie thing of they show you every part of the house and like yeah. give you enough of a clue to it. So then when they start destroying it, you're like, you've got a real sense of where you are yeah, and what's going on. That's so true. They get a lot mm. of mileage out of this set. It's really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. We've talked about how much I love a scene where a house gets wrecked. Yeah. That's what Jumanji's yeah. all about. Heck yeah. It's just like one long demo of a house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cathartic for the old like, all the home show watchers out there. Yes. You're into like the those shows where they like completely destroy a house and then rebuild it. Jumanji is and, the like one lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> Just ignore all the jungly stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Mm. Oh my goodness. Um Yeah. Uh what happens? Then they they uh Yes, they the parents reveal they're off to like uh, the opera in full Batman style here, and yeah. um, Alan's like being shipped off to a boys' school. Is that what's yeah, happening? Yeah, some sort of lame military school thing, and he is, he is, you know, fairly enough, not happy. He says he'll never talk it. to his dad again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't mince words with your dad. Oh no, um, not, yeah. not such a good he, plan. Uh, he, yeah, he is like the issue is that like the. It's a boys' school where the parishes have, like, founded it, part of it. Like, his mm. family has founded it. And he's already being bullied for being, like, a notable town family member. Like, the parish is apparently, like, big in this town. Like, there's a big statue of one of his ancestors in the town. And, yeah. And he's getting bullied by, like, people because he's, like, this popular, cool kid or whatever, supposedly. Where he's, like, yeah. got, he comes from money anyway. And so he's getting bullied. And so... Uh, there's a ha- there's a hall in the school that bears his name, and so he's like really apprehensive about getting bullied even worse by showing up yeah. in the school. Yeah, just some like nice like world building stuff in there. I think. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. you could have just seen like military schools always just been a good shortcut for like yeah. oh, I do like kids do not want to go there. Yeah, and true. it's nice that they built into it a little more. Yeah, if this was a Goosebumps book, it would have just been a military school. <laughs> it would have been no yeah. further context. <laughs> <laughs> and then like kid there's like a lot of agonizing by a kid being going going like oh yuck i don't want to go to military school uh, <laughs> pages and pages of that um yeah yeah uh yes anyway so he's like all upset starts packing his bag 
Um, the dad's really upset because they've had a big argument and they drive away both unhappy. No good. Um, yeah. But then young uh, Sarah shows up at the house to return the bike. Uh, Alan's a bit apprehensive about this, of course, because it probably means you'll get bullied again in the future. But, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, she gets suckered into playing this board game that's going to ruin her life. Yeah, I don't understand what got them starting to play it. Like, I know, you know, there's dropped dice and stuff, but like... It's those drums, man. Uh, yeah, I guess so. That we can't hear. Pink Floyd doing their best, but like, yeah. It's the, the allure. <laughs> yeah. Jumanji has an allure to it to get you to start playing. And once you start, you can't stop, is the idea. Like, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like the whole, like, you have you grab the pieces and you're just looking at them and you try and put them back and they, like, fall out of your hand and lock into place on the board. That's it, That's yeah. great stuff. I am super yeah. into this, this kind of, like, magic stuff. Yeah, it's really good. Um... Yeah. Is Jumanji like sentient? Yeah, the game totally. Hundred percent. Okay. It's malevolent spirit trapped in a board yeah. game. Is my theory. <laughs> That's its only like motivation. Is it has to be malevolent because like unless it just really wants to be played. Yeah. And it thinks it's helping. Like this is fun for me, Jumanji, but not <laughs> yeah. fun for anyone playing. Mate, you just... this is so great. I get to let Van Pelt out of me. <laughs> he's so annoying when he's in my board game belly. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like Jumanji just needed better marketing and then more people yeah. would play it as a cursed game. <laughs> yeah. But hey, that's great. I, w- I really want to know, maybe the sequels and stuff get into this, but like the origins of Jumanji, like did somebody make it? Like this, none of this is addressed, of course, because it's like, yeah. it, it would be bad too in the story. It makes it way more interesting and mysterious. But like, I would be interested to see if like the future movies address this in any way. Yeah, I think, like, surely if they make a third one, the third ones are always when they, like, get into the mythology. Yeah, some, like, evil jungle shaman crafted it as my my headcanon or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did you ever watch the Jumanji animated show? I did. Like, a couple episodes. It was one of those, like, Saturday morning cartoon things that were just on while I'm eating, like, some, some, like, scrambled eggs or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know? Good times. Yeah. But yeah. All I remember is I didn't like the art style and that they went yeah. into the jungle every time, which oh, I also didn't like because I didn't get to see a house. I think wrecked. it was set in the jungle the whole time. Like, I'm pretty sure. Van Pelt was a recurring antagonist, I remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just kids, like, trapped, like, two kids trapped in there or something, or three. I don't even remember. But um, I think it was, I think it was supposed to be the two kids from the movie and then also still Alan. Okay. Yeah. But that's all a huge guess. Mm. And again, a weaker podcast would have done the research, but not us. We, are we watch a film premium. and listen to an album. We ain't going diving into the TV series or extraneous sequels. We're, that's not our job. You know. You know? We give you a... We can't sully the experience no. with further knowledge. Exactly. If I had my way, we'd be sitting in a fully white room eating <laughs> uh, partridge eggs. Oh, <laughs> Soft-boiled. Right. Okay. And then as soon as, like, it was time to watch the movie, the movie would start playing in our white room with the album playing. Right. And then it'll stop, and then we'll do our podcast, and then back to sitting in our white room eating our eggs. Oh, God. And we're just good and unsullied via knowledge. This is very bleak. I mean, it's bleak if you think, like... <laughs> the original sin was eating the apple. No. <laughs> it's not bleak if you think that. <laughs> Oh, okay. 
I'm pretty sure it's like pretty universally acknowledged that that was the original Sin Gareth. Exactly. So I like, feel, it's great because we're not fairly... eating any apples of knowledge. <laughs> I can refer to a fairly sacred text that says that. Oh. If I wanted to. Pink but Floyd's I w- Dark Side of the Moon liner notes? I will, I, will, I will not acknowledge such text on this podcast. Only the liner <laughs> notes are my, are my sacred volume. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Getting more Should we do an episode where we read the liner notes to Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon and see if that syncs up? Okay. I feel like it will because it's probably just the lyrics. Do we just take the like 42 minutes or whatever it is to listen to the album and just have the time to just mull over those notes? Yeah. Okay. When I buy a new album, I often like, I try to sit there and read the liner notes for a long time. But like a lot of people who um, are making vinyl these days, you know, they spend all the money making the vinyl. They're Mm. not going to really put in too many liner notes. Yeah, true. I don't think the Dark Side of the Moon one has like a whole bunch of stuff. It might do. Like I haven't. I know. I'm. My one's second hand, so it right. might have originally had some. Right. Yeah. I'd like my. Yeah. My copy's like I haven't looked at it in a long time. I always <laughs> just use Spotify. <laughs> but yeah. I do own Dark Side of the Moon on on, Me uh, too. on CD slash DVD. <laughs> so Ooh. yeah. What's the DVD? <laughs> I've no idea. Never played it. <laughs> what? So there's an entire visual component. I hope so. That's come with your. With this album, and you, the expert on visual components of this album, haven't looked at it. Nah, never. Ah, oh, fair enough. Again, that will be sullying us with knowledge. Exactly. I only yeah. care about audio for this here podcast. Yeah. Audio matched to video, you know, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we did do that one oh. planetarium thing, but that was a that was a one off. Yeah. Yeah. And it's probably yeah. At one point, we're going to sink into lovely meal to Pink Floyd, but you know. <sighs> yeah, can't wait. All down the line. I'm so hungry. I've only got these <laughs> eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut back to the movie. Um, yeah, poor. So they're playing the game. Um, Sarah goes first and, like, rolls the dice and gets a cryptic message, which we find out later is about bats. The bats don't show up immediately like they do basically every other time with Jumanji. Yeah. But. It's for effect that they don't show up first, so hey. Um, yeah. Yeah. Then, very scary, the sequence where Alan gets sucked into the board game. Uh, oh, yes. In the jungle, you must wait until the dice read five or eight. I do love that the, the every clue rhymes that rules. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the like very scary, like warping effect of him like spiraling into the game is truly horrific. Because mm. you see, like, his CGI hands. <laughs> like, he's, like, full real motion, but his hands that, like, are coming up ahead of him are completely fake. But yeah. very startling. Not a nice effect. And then, yeah, he gets warped into the game, and then these African bats flood the house. <laughs> yeah. And scare Sarah out of there. Very traumatic for both parties, it turns oh, out. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. And it's great that it, the movie then does explain their trauma. Like, it's so good. That's like mm. maybe the best part about this whole movie, actually. The like, yeah. the like, the the where these characters end up going is really cool. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very um, in Kong, in Kong, it doesn't sing <laughs> with um, Kirsten Dunst's character. I feel like understands the rules of the movie so quickly. Yeah, she is getting everyone on track immediately, yeah. and just doesn't let up. Yeah, she's yeah. like immediately, oh, we have to finish the game. Like, oh, the game did this. I've done oh, it too da, da, da. I've done this before. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's sweet. It's fine. She's just like yeah. well organized. Honest honestly, both the kids are like pretty onto it. But. Yeah. These kids I thought were I'm never like as a kid I was never hugely into another kid in a film kind of supposed to be my audience surrogate. Yeah. Except for this and weirdly Jodie Foster's Panic Room. Oh wow. Interesting. Yeah. When did you see I Panic thought, um, Room where you like attached to the kid? Yeah. How old were you? Uh ooh, good point. I might have been a little too old. Like also the fact okay. I was watching um Jodie Foster Panic Room was a bit like Kinda wild. Like I can't have been too young to be been allowed to watch that. Yeah. You'd be ushered off to the panic room if you're yeah. too young for that. Uh, it was two thousand two, so I was probably ten or eleven. Okay. Yeah. That's still really young for panic room. But hey, okay. <laughs> yeah. My parents were otherwise like very good at keeping me safe from spooky things, except for Drew Carey. Yeah. Toughen you up. A panic room would not protect you from Jumanji. Absolutely not. It would be it would immediately fill with like evil uh cockroaches or something yeah some kind of horrific i don't think cockroaches live in the jungle that was a terrible example um uh, neither do lions though yeah true good point yeah king of the yeah. jungle quote unquote <laughs> that's the most hilarious oh. thing about lions is that they're quote unquote king of the jungle like whoever came up with that just read a book what are you doing <laughs> god damn yeah Deeply frustrating. Uh, don't read Jumanji. That can't be the book you read. You have to read one that explains correctly. It's just about lions. <laughs> you know? Goodness me. Uh, yeah, so I do like this cut to the introducing the, the Judy and Peter Shepard here. Where yes. they're like, it's a sm- we go from the door that gets slammed shut by the, the, by the bat attack, you know, of yeah. Sarah leaving. And it stays on there, like, cut to 26 years later and it's the same shot of the door i think that's really cool like yeah this like match cut it's really good i'm into it um yeah same yeah they're wandering around the house very maudlin because their parents have died uh judy like spins a little yarn about (laughs) them like dying on a yacht with a sheik and stuff like that yeah hilarious but she yeah she's just messing with them they died died in canada on a skiing trip apparently it's the end of great gig the album is still playing and um <laughs> oh yeah don't forget whoops uh and yeah they're getting <laughs> spooked in the house because there's still a bat up in the attic and then there's like this exterminator guy who shows up very briefly out of the exterminators that we're seeing do you rate uh this guy or christopher walken's character in mouse hunt higher oh um i'll trust christopher walken's character to get the job done but um this guy seemed way more like relaxed like he didn't see a bat so he knew there was no bats whereas christopher walken would have hunted for that bat it's, it's true he would have torn the house apart pre-jumanji to like <laughs> yeah. to track down this uh track down this beast yeah there you go um yeah he's uh, not a nice guy though this exterminator he like spooks the kids with like a story about alan getting like chopped up and put in the walls which yeah is, um, yeah, I feel like this was invented by, um, Sarah's character, this thing. Like, this whole rumour. Because, yeah, like, to surely. deal with her well, traumatic event. Yeah. Mm. She convinced herself that, um, she'd invented the idea of him just, like, being sucked into the board game. I mean, fair. And, yeah. Maybe she re-saw, like, she thought maybe seeing him dissolve was, she actually did see him get chopped up. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty messed up. 
Oh, so messed up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Auntie Nora is who these kids are staying with, who I love. I'm a big fan of Yeah, her, Auntie Nora's awesome. Of her whole energy and vibe. She wears like a big like beret hat, the whole film. Yeah. <laughs> like that. It's very 90s. It's great. Oh, heck yeah. Um, but she's like fixing up the house all nice and stuff. But these damn kids, Scareth, they're doing a head in. Mm. She's like taking on like a lot of responsibility looking after these kids after the... Um, uh, parents die but she, oh, heck yeah. I feel like she also doesn't show up later like once everything's resolved I don't think she's even around I hope she's at that like Christmas party at the end yeah maybe she was buried in the background hopefully she's dancing with um Carl yeah that's what I'd like yeah yeah Carl's playing like the guitar at the end it's great oh man yeah. what a guy uh, but anyway uh, yeah she's like fixing this house up and stuff but they're giving her giving her trouble uh because they're still like feeling bad about the parents like the little uh boy peter hasn't spoken since he only talks to his sister he doesn't talk to anyone else which is great um important important plot point really uh they like snuggle into bed together and like check in with each other on their like each other's well-being which is very sweet Mm. i thought yeah good character moment there um but they they are hearing the games thumping which we aren't some, <laughs> no, they, again, I didn't realise. These kids just can't sleep, Gareth, for no apparent reason. <laughs> yeah, it's the heartbeats. I, I kind of wish that the heartbeats of the game matched up with the heartbeats in the album. That would be really cool. Yeah, but, absolutely. There's enough of them. Yeah, we don't get that treat, unfortunately. No. No, no delicious sinks for us. Us the no. workers. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Uh, yeah, so the like, following morning and they like... Are supposed to go off to school auntie nora like leaves them but they still have to they hear the thumping and they want to get it they want to figure out what's going on um, yeah so yeah they run off to the attic and find the game buried under a bunch of other games which is cool um yeah just put it with the other board games you know <laughs> <laughs> this board game that was left out yeah. when our child went missing just chuck it on the pile completely irrelevant that's like they set up a board game uh it's made a couple moves and then disappeared <laughs> yeah also the house is covered in bat shit so you know they found the board game um and there's they start to play they like drop their pieces on the board and they do the crazy magnet thing um the the album says they're cruising for a bruising and i agree yeah yeah um because that's that's not a good plan boys and girls <laughs> don't do it <laughs> oh no oh no um the first thing that they get is the like really horrific giant mosquitoes that like come in these are yeah. really scary also they like do the most damage to the whole town i think other than the like yes. stampede later there's like w- like by about like the third act of this film there are like hundreds of people hospitalized by these mosquitoes yeah because like there were several points in the film where i was like oh maybe you know maybe they could just stop playing and just hope the monkeys kind of no. get resolved but it's good that they have this also there's this like terrible mosquito illness yeah. that you've got to like undo the stakes are super high like yeah exactly like, over the course of like six hours or whatever that the movie takes place like it's hit a hundred people like <laughs> yeah. it's crazy so yeah it's like the thing level infection oh totally yeah these mosquitoes may be worse than the thing there you go whoa look at um the next thing that they get is uh monkeys slow the expedition which i just love that wording <laughs> there's some like C- yeah. cgi monkey business going on in the kitchen 
Um, like, the, the monkeys are very, very fun. They're, like, obviously malicious and evil and they like, throw yeah. knives at people, but they're just having a good time. I get, like, gremlins energy from these monkeys a lot. Oh, of, a heck lot yeah. of them. They're just, like, in for themselves, having a whale of a time. But. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that they don't quite look realistic. No. Like, maybe they knew the CGI wasn't going to be quite where they wanted. So they just kind of, like, leaned into it and they're quite stylized. Yeah, I think so. I th- yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure they were, yeah, they were, like, they made them pretty stylized. But there's, like, when they try and do a mixture of puppets and also um, CGI later, I feel like that works not quite as well, you know? Yeah, for sure. Mm. But anyway, because then they've got to, like, lean into them being more realistic. So it's kind of yeah. tough. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, the next thing, they roll a five on the board which is how they free ellen um from the game 26 years later but also they get a cg lion cg slash animatronic lion here yeah again we've stated not a jungle animal but hey (laughs) i love this lion's face though again it's stylized to this really like nice degree Mm. yeah it's it's pretty good like yeah it's it's not bad cgi for the time the animatronics a little bit like slow moving but yeah you know what are you gonna do that's an older movie yeah um i I am thinking about it like a lot of the some of the animals that show up here from definitely from the jungle but a lot of them aren't as well like there's a lot of the stampede animals are just straight from the savannah you know like yeah so i don't know maybe it's just both Mm. although actually what is what actually animal is from the jungle? Maybe it is just Africa. Just all and African Savannah. animals. Maybe. Yeah. Um, there's like crocodiles from the swamp. I think the mosquitoes are. I think... And monkeys. Yeah. Oh, monkeys are both though. Monkeys live in Africa. Yeah. And so do crocodiles. All right. Oh, yeah. Gators don't. I don't know. Man, I like the theory of that. Like Jumanji is like an existing place in Africa that all these animals are just coming from. There's like a portal. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, older Alan thought he was trapped in Jumanji in the board game, but he's just over in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a different part of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Although I think um, because Van Pelt has old money, so maybe ah, it's like he's in the past as well. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe Van Pelt just doesn't give a damn about the economy and is just still using old money. That's just his his vibe. <laughs> he's old money. You can't mess with yeah. Van Pelt. <laughs> he's li- Man. Uh, anyway. I like this lion. This lion I remembered so strongly from childhood, but he doesn't do too much. Nah, not really. He sort of just has a nap for the rest of the movie. Alan tricks yeah. him into like falling into a bed in the in Aunt Nora's room, and then yeah. And then it's the Alan show for a little while with uh yeah. robin williams our friend running around the house like yelling out for his parents this is very sad really in context oh yes this whole sequence is rough um he like runs runs outside uh to and runs into carl miraculously who has had the police called because there's like all kinds of ruckus going on at this house yeah there's like the neighbors have heard some monkey business going on <laughs> and they've, so they've called the cops um and yeah we get the famous line um what year is it here yeah. which is like in all the memes <laughs> uh yeah it's but it's 1995 mate there you go if the, every time anyone uses that meme just say 1995 <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure that would get me banned from many uh social media I've, sol- I've solved another meme
Meme crimes closed. <laughs> oh, we should point out we're also on the site. Our other side hustle, other than fixing all um, subtitles, is we're meme police. Yeah, meme police. That's our new spin-off show. Show within the show, <laughs> meme police, where James yeah. and Gareth solve various memes crimes out there, <laughs> try and uncover the truth behind memes. They're In the meme justice service, there are two separate and opposing forces. <laughs> Those that are in it for the lols, and those that are in it for the ruffles. <laughs> These are their stories. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. <laughs> so, okay. Um, oh, yes. Let's, yeah, continue on. It's kind of crazy that Carl, like, his or his story is that he, like, got fired from the shoe, shoe factory and then became a, like, fairly successful cop in this, mm. like, fairly run-down city. He did okay. Um, yeah, he has a terrible time in the rest of this movie. It's like yeah. it sucks for Carl. Like everything goes wrong for him. He has maybe the worst day of anyone's life, um, apart from yeah. getting sucked <laughs> into a board game. But you know, um, yeah, Pink Floyd sing about it being a busy day, and I think this might be our busiest day we've covered so far. It's a very busy day. I would agree with yeah. that. Yeah, that's that's thematic enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so Alan's, like, running all over town. He, like, runs to the shoe, the shoe factory, which has all been closed down. And it's all run down. In fact, the whole town's in sort of disarray in comparison to the 1969 version. Um, yeah, that shoe store was keeping everything afloat. I guess so. Like, it's a small town, so, like, it's having a big factory in it, getting the getting the workers employed, you know? Probably good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, after that shut down, the whole town went, went to shit, apparently. Uh, yeah. there's a very kindly homeless man who's like set up shop in the factory this is just where he lives I love that he's got the fire roaring up here <laughs> yeah. in the office this guy's like is that his dad? no can't okay. be it's like it's set up really well like this this dude it's it's not the same actor so I'm pretty sure okay yeah but, yeah that's a good point actors yeah um <laughs> But yeah, he's like he like spins the yarn of what happened to like his dad after he disappeared. Like his dad put like everything into finding Alan. It's really touching. Like very yeah. very dark. Like he gave up like everything. He put all his resources into finding him. Like showing how much he loved him and stuff. It's great. Mm. Um, and then yeah, he like goes down and like visits his parents' graves. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's bleak. Like what a day. <laughs> yeah. At least there's the bleak tunes of Pink Floyd to help him for it. Yeah. I'm a, definitely a busy day here. Yeah. But even they're not really, like, bringing any sinks nah. for this whole thing. Unfortunately not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the kids have just been chasing Alan all over the place. Yeah. Um, like, inexplicably trying to get him to, like, help them, I guess. Because um, he came out of a board game. And... <laughs> they're like therefore yeah they like say oh we don't have parents as well our parents we've all all our parents are dead that's our club (laughs) oh yeah not so nice but anyway um yeah and then yeah we we see the mosquitoes like poisoning different town members like there's like a we see the mosquitoes in action these are terrifying this whole sequence with it like punching the puncturing the top of the soft top car oh my god this is and then getting through the window as well yeah horrific yeah if you weren't scared of bugs before this movie you might be afterwards like oh heck yeah they get the scariest run i think yeah like they put in the strongest case to be a child's new fear yeah here you go 
I not my childhood fear based on this movie, but we'll get there. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they drive. They escape back to the house here over over a clip. So we're like the, at the end of the movie, part one here with Alan yeah. on the team. He wants like nothing to do with the game, but they like trick him by like goading him into it. Yeah, by, like saying you're afraid, which is like kind of interesting character wise, and in that like his dad like wanted him to stick up for himself and like uh defend himself against the bullies and he's really taken that to heart um yeah and like 26 years in the jungle (laughs) yeah and when they say afraid like well he says like afraid and pink floyd scream which is kind of yeah kind of close like it and he says it's just beginning just like the album whoa (laughs) we're loving we love and breathe when this is happening so that's good oh yeah oh yeah um but yes, the, he Alan recognizes that the game cannot continue because he he is it's still the same game he was playing back in '69, and um, he, they have to go and find Sarah to join them. Yeah, um, I do love the <laughs> the development that she's become like a mystic Meg type, like fortune teller, mm. <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah. And I love that her sign as Madame Serena has a bit of Comic Sans for her hours. Oh. Yeah. Lovely. It's just for a bit of fun, you know? Yeah. It's not all serious. Mystic font, mystic font. Bit of fun. Bit of fun. Bit of fun for the admin. Don't take me too seriously. (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. Um, Yeah. Yes. Uh, (laughs) They, like, get her to, like, Alan reveals who he is and she faints. And then they, like drag her off to the house to join yeah. and she thinks she's having like a mental episode because alan has reappeared in her life and she's been spending like 26 years in therapy to like get over this horrific event from her childhood yeah um amazing great great character stuff here <laughs> she likes i feel like she spends most of this movie in some kind of like days like not really understanding what's happening yeah i think it helps like it's like we were saying earlier it kind of helps her jump that plot hurdle of like you would not get on board and oh, just start playing hell no like she sees the board game uh like they get it out in front of her and she's like no 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 <laughs> like immediately <laughs> yeah. gets up and runs away which is amazing mm. yeah they convince her to join so there you go uh older robin williams de- delivers the line um or she's talking about that uh she convinced herself that um, he got cut up to, in little pieces and hidden the walls. And Robin says, uh, my father could barely hug me, let alone cut me up into little pieces. Yeah, <laughs> Which is brutal. rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my goodness. Great dialogue. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so the next, they like they get her to drop the dice through some trickery on, mm. on Alan's part. Great stuff. Um and then yeah, there's like Audrey Two S vines. I wrote Audrey Two as well. Nice, love Audrey Two. Yeah, shout out yeah. to Little Shop of Horrors, um, giant oh, yeah. plant monster. Really great. I think um the vines could have synced with the clocks. They were so close. Yeah, but it doesn't quite happen. Not quite. They're like big CGI vines, but also yeah, big plant uh, puppet vines, which is great. Yeah. Trying to eat Peter, gets his like little foot snared by a plant. Yeah. I do like the descriptions of all the different, like, Alan's, like, trying to warn them about, like, all the different plants and stuff. Like, the, mm. the yellow ones emit a gas and stuff, and there's, like, a purple one that shoots you, and, like, 
it's just like pretty cool that this is set up here like while they're just yeah yeah it's good stuff um and yeah and alan like grabs a sword and saves them <laughs> yeah which is great he, nice he ceremonial sword does yell out harvest time as a one-liner <laughs> which Heck yeah which i don't know <laughs> like ah oh, is that good no, but like if you if you had to chop up a plant and you thought of that in the moment, you'd be stoked. I guess he's been trapped in a jungle realm for twenty six years, so I can forgive him like for not really being up with play on like references and stuff. But mm, yeah, I don't know about that one, mate. A little bit nineteen sixty nine for me. Yeah. Yeah. What if he'd been like vines up, like times up, but vines? Yeah, better ish. Mm, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yes. Poor old, uh, my next note is just, like, poor old Carl is, like, chasing up on the havoc that's, like, happening all over town. We're hearing over the radio that people are getting hospitalized by these, uh, bugs. Yeah. He says he should have become a fireman, which is a good one-liner. Yes. Uh, He knows. Yeah. But he's also had feedback on his one-liners for the last 26 years. True. He has the context. (laughs) It's really important to have an audience. Um, oh yeah for your comedy that's the lesson of Jumanji um yeah yeah uh the, anyway they get back to playing the board game Alan like slams his sword into the ground to get Sarah to stay <laughs> yeah which is just I think a good Robin Williams ad lib potentially I like it I don't know if that was in the script or not but I'm into no, it no he wasn't really allowed to ad lib in no? this film they were like, they wanted him, but they were like, oh, but he's just going to ad-lib. Let's try to get Bruce Willis. Oh, whoa. Which is the only time you've ever been like, oh, Bruce Willis or Robin Williams. That's wild. Oh my God, that would yeah. be such an interesting read on this movie. Like, it, he yeah, would have done right? the somber thing so much better, though. Like, he would have matched young Alan way more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That kind of, like, dead eye. Yeah, I'm not trying to say Bruce Willis is a wooden actor. He's not. Um, I'm just saying no. that he's more like stoic than Robin Williams, which I don't yeah, I don't sure. think anyone's on the opposite side of, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Gosh. Imagine if they'd swapped and have been like, yeah, Bruce Willis as the genie. Wow. That would be Robin great. Robin Williams and Die Hard. Like, complete opposite career paths. That would have been yeah. incredible. Man, Die Hard would have been way say... funnier. Holy yeah. moly. Looper, though. Looper, I think... Looper would have been interesting, actually. Yeah. No, no, no. And Looper, because he looks way more like Joseph Gordon-Levitt than Bruce Willis does. So there's that. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if JGL would be that good of a fit, though. With No, true. Yeah. Like, it, as hard as it was of matching those two people, like, <laughs> with CGI effects around their faces and stuff, like, oh, man... Who would you cast as young Robin Williams other than Alan, young Alan? <laughs> oh, and like, is the idea like um, Looper? Yes. It's being made in 2012? Yeah, sure. Same time. Oh. Like, maybe. Uh, I went for the energy and I was going to say Charlie Day. That's but... good. Yeah. I No, I really um, like that. I think that works. Yeah. Like, in, okay. in the Looper context, yeah. I could really see yeah. that. Maybe, like, John Mulaney? Oh, uh, yeah. I feel like... Yeah, I don't know. He's so, like, straight-laced. Like, I, yeah. like, I feel like Charlie Day's a really good pick and that they both have the same kind of, like, manic energy. Yeah. Yeah. Man. What about, um, Schmidt from New Girl, uh, yeah. Max he'd, Greenfield? He'd be good too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, getting sidetracked again. Oh my gosh. Uh, what happens now? Oh, they make it like a pact to finish the game so that everything yeah. can get back to normal, which is very important. They all put their hands in the middle. Um, and then yes, we get Van Pelt's first appearance in the film. Oh yes, played by same actor as the dad. Yes. Oh, I stood on. You were going to give that sweet trivia. I'm sorry. No, that's sweet. No, it's fine. It's yeah, great stuff. Uh, this is like yeah. maybe like oh, this is a really good thing about Jumanji that they do this because it's like a guy trying to like stop uh, stop Alan from living his life so this is like representative of him of the dad sending him off to boarding school but like to the end yeah degree. for sure um yeah yeah it's like the evil version of his dad which is really cool whoever came up with this behind jumanji is a bloody genius yeah <clears throat> so good. apparently they were just inspired by um like the, uh play versions of um peter pan oh yeah because it was always the dad would also play hook oh that's great yeah man but i don't know i feel like this is its own thing i think whoever said that was just like taking a mad guess yeah maybe it's it's yeah. it's sweet either way it's really really cool um oh yeah yeah he's like hunting down alan with like a musket <laughs> yeah with like a hilarious like crosshair on the top of it which is great like full um hunting african explorer fatigues yeah yeah pith helmet and all it's really good big old moustache yeah. it says sunny gym he's just <laughs> so good he's a delight honestly yeah must have been really really fun for the actor honestly. oh heck yeah hell yeah i just would want to have play roles like van pelt every day of my life <laughs> oh my god you could just start living your life a little more van pelt oh i don't know if that i'd make many friends that way gareth that's true <laughs> i have to go hunt people <laughs> but afterwards right, you can hang out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay <laughs> see you next week <laughs> yeah no that ain't, that ain't gonna happen um yes what so yeah alan like runs away down the street and like poor carl is just inexplicably here returning to the house to arrest alan but he gets yeah. his ha- he gets his car like shot full of lead by van pelt yeah he gets van pelted yeah he does by bullets yeah he just escapes into the yeah van pelt like disappears <laughs> it's just yeah this poor cop car just gets ruined yeah oh it's so good doing every he just like made the best joke of this movie is that like uh carl just continues to drive this cop car around <laughs> yeah it's really good when he's like filling, it... filling it up in the like uh hardware store later it's the best <laughs> yeah it like reveals it's a close-up on um some brake fluid going in and then it pans out to this wrecked car yeah. <laughs> it's great he like slams the bonnet down and it falls off yeah oh amazing um yes uh anyway the adults start arguing amongst themselves uh alan returns like through a window after evading van pelt for now yeah um and they start arguing about like the trauma that they've experienced and the the, the other two kids uh judy and peter just like ah, let's just keep playing the game in the yeah. background um and the the next clue is don't be fooled it isn't thunder staying still would be a blunder which is not clear as to what's gonna happen no yeah you're getting nothing from that clue like if Cheers, that was in a scavenger Jumanji. hunt you'd be stuck for days yeah that's awful 
<laughs> this this game wants them dead, I think, Gareth, because yeah. it's not a good enough clue to warn them that a bloody stampede is coming through the wall, straight mm. through the bookshelf. Great scene here. Um, yeah. Also, the st- stampede consisting of like diverse animals. We've got rhinos, oh, yeah. rhinos, elephants, zebras, all all together, and also pelicans. Yeah. <laughs> Those pelicans. <laughs> Oh, those pelicans yeah. are like um, oh, when your friend's done something cool and you're trying to like get in on it too. Like, yeah, yeah, I I suggested um, I gave someone someone else's phone number so this could happen. Yeah, that's you know. that pelican. Yeah, I'm just showing up here. I'm here for the plot, guys. What's up? Yeah. Uh, What's up? Yeah, pelican shows up and like steals the game and its bloody beak. <laughs> yeah, flies the away. Stampede. <laughs> the stampede is um 28 seconds late no yeah late and it could have come in exactly when the great gig vocal <gasps> would have started would have been ideal oh my god yeah nothing fuming. like seeing a stampede over great gig in the sky mate that's all yeah. i want to do yeah oh my gosh so they follow this old pelican to the river yes uh there is a um, very briefly a scene of van pelt buying new guns which is really uh, really funny but like not yes. important <laughs> Very funny, very dark, very good satire. Yeah. Yeah. Quite. And he just gets the biggest gun in exchange for his ancient coins. <laughs> you know, America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. Um, oh, hey. Let's move on to this pelican at the river. Um, yeah, the game, like, gets dropped by this, like, puppet pelican here. I do love yeah. the, it's like, snapping at Robin Williams. <laughs> very fun stuff. I would love to operate a puppet pelican if there's one thing about me that's all you need to know. <laughs> i've always thought that about you yeah i'm putting that on my tinder bio um <laughs> yeah anyway the game like drops into the river and starts drifting away right at the end of uh, great gig and uh peter just rushes on ahead acting on instinct runs mm. down to the like riverbank uh, runs to a tree and like hangs upside down to grab the game in a very good maneuver my goodness oh heck yeah incredible some Cirque du Soleil business, and he catches it exactly when money goes cha-ching. Yeah, we like dive straight into the money riff, like after that, yeah. which is sweet. Like I'm proud of the boy. My gosh, heck yeah, no, yeah. that move was money. It was. It was cash money. Um, <laughs> he didn't know how money that was. <laughs> this is a phrase not around in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, which is weird because he's jumping around like a real swinger. Yeah, there you go. I think that's what that movie, what that quote's from. Okay, anyway. Sweet. Um, yes, we cut back to old Van Pelt, who's, like, tracking Alan down through the destroyed house very briefly. And then, um, yeah. uh, they're, they've evaded the pelican and recaptured the game, so they're moving on. But Carl finds them again, just, like, <laughs> yeah. who's also tracking them, I guess, to try and arrest Alan. Um, and, like, Van Pelt's, like, sniping him from the tree line. Yeah. Wild. Uh, and then, yeah, he gets, like, arrested so they can't continue the game eventually without him. Luckily, it's not his move, but... Yeah. Yeah. So, in order to try and finish the game, Peter now cheats. He tries to, like, drop the dice yeah. so that they land on 12 so that he can win. But the game is aware of this and punishes him thus. Um, yeah. Turns him into a little monkey man. Um, the, now, we need to talk about the monkey makeup real quick. 
Uh, yes. This terrified me to. as a child. Same. Okay, like, <laughs> yeah. more so than anything else. In the, like, a lot of tra- traumatic stuff happens in this movie, but turning into, like, a little monkey boy like Peter here is awful. It's And, like, mm. there's a scene later on when he's, like, crying monkey tears. <laughs> yeah. It's very traumatic. I really felt for the boy. Um, and he gets none of the, like, benefits. No. Like, he, he doesn't do any sweet acrobatics any more than he already does. True, yeah. We've already... He's already proven himself better than a monkey with his daring maneuver earlier. Yeah. But, like, man. Yeah. Uh, this was very traumatic for me. This yeah. turning into a monkey when I was when I was watching this very young. I remember kids at school the next day after it played, like, weirdly on a weekday instead of, like, a Saturday night mm. on TV. Like, a bunch of kids talking about this monkey scene. Yeah. It's rough. It only yeah. gets worse. Um, yeah. We, I do really... I've got to mention here, there's, like, a little, like, comedy aside where the monkeys are watching Wizard of Oz through yes. an uh, electronic store window. A little bit of a Dark Side of the Rainbow reference for us. Yeah. Watching a movie within a movie. Almost like they're a... They're trying to get that Dark Side happening. Absolutely. Yeah. They, they've got a little synced experience of their own going on. <laughs> you know they're like in the movie jumanji but let's let's cut a little bit to wizard of oz <laughs> they know that pa- and obviously they weren't happy with the sinks they got because they uh, just go and wreck the place absolutely they're like this ain't working never mind yeah 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 let's try moon or ratatouille those <laughs> would work little did they know <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my gosh that's great but yeah i do like them jumping up and down like the flying monkeys in the wizard of oz very fun yeah good little bit um what happens now we've got well we've got some like town chaos like stampeding looting and stuff it all kind of works well to the like chaotic solos and money which made me quite happy Mm. yeah that works yeah we got the yeah like monkeys on motorbikes and stuff (laughs) yeah and stampedes rolling through town goodness Mm. me our heroes get a lovely lift from someone on the side of the road and end up at Sir Save-A-Lot, which yep. is a store that has everything in it. Yeah. Great store. Yeah. And it's another, like, awesome scene where everything gets wrecked. Yeah, true. The, the, a big big Home Alone energy for this bit. This whole yes. sequence, actually. It's like just like a, a tour de force of other 90s films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Um like uh wizard of oz accepted because that's a 1940s film but you know yeah um yeah there's a lot of fun stuff that happens here like uh there's a rocket propelled kayak sequence that the our monkey yes. Peter rigs up um like <laughs> there's a bit where <laughs> um well, what's her name judy uh scans van pelt's eyes with a scan gun and it comes yeah. up no sale on the little cash register <laughs> amazing and it blinds them and she yells um price check yeah. which very brave because i did not think that would have worked in real life no absolutely not <laughs> it's very cartoony great stuff yeah uh yes so yeah the big big uh fight scene kind of thing playing out where they're like van pelt stops them by like a bunch of tires rolling down <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. shooting the tires free here in this hardware store it's great yeah, you think he's missed, but he's actually trapping them with tyres. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, Alan, and Van Pelt. Alan and Carl have... Re- Alan's revealed himself to Carl. Um, and, like, they... I've, he was going to let him go, but then Alan, like, handcuffs his arm to the door of his car. 
<laughs> before hearing on the radio about the stuff going on on at the Sir Save a lot, and like, yeah, then like awkwardly like sits in his lap and drives the cock up. <laughs> yeah, this is a bizarre sequence, but that's very funny. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, they show up and crash the car into the side of the convenience store, like toppling paint cans on top of Van Pelt, uh, stopping him, letting them escape. Yeah, we got the. This is where we get the monkey tears from Monkey Peter. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it's because his tail is trapped in his jeans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought he was just and crying about being a monkey when I was a little kid, and I was like, "Man, same. That's a bad time. <laughs> yeah. I would not want to be a monkey." Oh. And this is also Alan. Uh, you know, makes a conscious choice to not be like his father, yeah. and like shows oh, yeah. some compassion. Great scene, honestly. Yeah, like he starts off like yelling at him to like man up and stuff, and he catches himself. He's like, "No, that's." awful i'm gonna give you a hug yeah you know yeah so he's like it's some perfect kids movie character development because it's all that but it's also because the monkey boy is sad because his monkey tail hurts yeah perfect Hmm. ideal yeah script writers take note (laughs) yeah right uh we also get a really sweet scene with auntie nora who's like coming home after work and like stops at the traffic lights for the stampede to go by (laughs) yeah really great stuff and then like a monkey sneaks into the back of the car causing it to crash like freaking around yeah Uh, amazing uh and And the off-screen free cart has some pink floyd um as well which is always good yeah into it yeah the the subtitles are also saying ah for us oh yeah (laughs) that's (laughs) That's all good um (laughs) Yeah, we get a poor, poor old car, Carl with his car, like, soaring through his own handcuffs <laughs> to, yeah. like, escape, and then filling his car up in this, like, it's, like, completely destroyed. So funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. we see him pick up Auntie Nora on the side of the road, or, like, he's about to, but then the vines of the jungle plants that are slowly claiming the neighborhood, like grab his car and like bend it in half and take it into yeah. the woods so good <sighs> that car put in a good fight oh my god yeah it just yells out like fine take it <laughs> yeah like just finally giving up on this car i feel like he would still like really miss his car after yeah this. oh my gosh and the like oh, i guess We'll get to it, but do you reckon they cancel it all out, or it's a different dimension where all the Jumanji stuff has happened? Uh, no. It's like, it ceases to be. Like, this is all, like, okay. it's all, like, fugue state. Like, it's just, like, it, uh, it completely, that timeline is no longer on the spectrum. It never happened, so. Okay. Yeah. So there's no future where he goes into the woods and finds his car. It's interesting, just, though. just, like, gives it a hug. Because the, the kid versions of Alan and, um... Uh, Ellen and Sarah briefly remember at the end of the movie all the events of the of the film. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they remember forever because they meet the kids way later. Oh, true. Yeah, but yeah, Peter, Peter and Judy don't remember anything, which is interesting. Mm. Like, I, I get caught in the weeds about a lot of the stuff, <laughs> like cursed yeah. object mechanics. Much like yeah. would happen if you were stuck in Jumanji. Yep. There you go. <laughs> that's how it is yeah oh well uh yeah so the house has been like reclaimed by these plants it's like 
I really this is another thing that I remember from this movie like vividly that the this shot of the whole landing of the house just like overgrown with plants and mist and stuff yeah really good um and then they like start a monsoon inside with the next dice roll yeah they all get hit with water at the very beginning of um brain damage yeah nice I also thought that really good lining up perfect there like the rushing water down the stairs we meet a gator and it's yep. like the lunatic is in the hole which is the gator is swimming through the hole it sure is there's a couple yeah. there's a couple of gators here these bloody lunatics trying to catch these kids <laughs> oh these bloody about? lunatics oh they're, flo- yeah. they're floating on a table and going on to like the chandelier to escape them this is also very yeah. traumatic this whole sequence being attacked by oh, yeah. crocodiles in one's own home um yeah alan like full-on goes crocodile dundee and wrestles a crocodile to defend yeah. Sarah, amazing. Um, and then, yeah, Carl and Nora yeah. like roll up to the house, being like, "Let us in!" <laughs> but the and the like, Carl gets really excited about kicking the door down, but like he kicks it, and then it, all the water just flows out into the street, <laughs> and we get a yeah. really fun shot of them like riding the doors that got blown off their hinges by the water and the crocodile just swimming down the road between them and then both screaming. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Another great visual gag. Yeah, very mouse hunt as well. Absolutely. Uh, full on, yeah, like very, uh, what is it, slapstick kind of humour here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've written in my notes that Alan and Sarah are falling in love with each other somehow despite these traumatic events. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and like again true kids movie fashion there has to be some like overplayed romance but hey it's not oh heck yeah, yeah. well true any movie really yeah i guess so uh yeah yeah we... he evades her kiss with by pointing out that the crocodiles were um crocodiles. no the alligators were crocodiles yes. so get and your... we apologize for our own era get your reptile facts straight goodness yeah if you're gonna be with this jungle man you gotta identify crocodiles <laughs> <laughs> that's why we were calling them um alligators earlier is because we don't want to be with this jungle man yeah we're, we're stepping graciously aside yes so sarah can be with him there you go yeah <laughs> such a gentleman on this podcast oh yes oh, my goodness uh <clears throat> we dive into eclipse now end of playthrough two as um alan he tells this awful clue joke okay like they go up to li- yeah. the attic this joke i hate it i hate this joke is it some Robin Williams ad lib and they let him I do it and then so. he probably felt how bad it went and it stopped him ad libbing the rest of the movie? I feel like that's accurate. Like, it's, yeah. it's just so out of place and, like, not in the right tone for the whole thing. They've just, like, had the house pretty destroyed and then he's like, ah, now's the time to make a joke about Clue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it's no good. Yeah, maybe it's also he, like, has lived in the jungle for so long it's supposed to show like oh you know he hasn't seen another human being other than van pelt out of touch van pelt doesn't appreciate these clue jokes yeah (laughs) he's never played clue he's from like the 1800s or whatever (laughs) yeah (laughs) so it might be like so i had a stretch of my life when i felt like the people i was hanging out with found me like aggressively unfunny and it kind oh. of warped the way i told jokes like social jokes so i was always oh, right. going like hamming it up and trying to be like oh it's so bad it's good so maybe like when he's telling these jokes to van pelt van pelt hates them and it gives him the feedback 
you know, the attention we all crave. Oh, Yeah. That's very sad. So, like, he thinks a joke has to be bad. Maybe, yeah. And hence a bit of clue. Oh. I hope yeah. that when he gets to live his life over that he learns that it's fine to make, make yeah. these silly jokes. It's all yeah. good. Yeah. You know, own your jokes, you know? Yeah, I agree. Even if they're bad. Yeah. You don't have to make a bad joke on purpose. Yes, another... Make a good joke and then let it be bad. Yeah. Yet another yeah. really good lesson from Jumanji. There you go. Yeah. Take it to I heart. think we can take credit for that lesson. All right. Sweet. <laughs> Suck it, Jumanji. That one's on us. Yeah. Sink Floyd. <laughs> what? Represent podcast. Um, yeah. The, next there's the floor turning into quicksand. This is another really horrific sequence. Oh, heck yeah. Like, it's fine in that, like, if Alan thought about it for a moment, like, he comes through the other side of the ground on the opposite side of the um, uh, wall or roof, I guess, in yeah. the ceiling, you know. But it's still, like, a fall, I guess. Yeah. It's fine in that, like, he would just fall to the ground. Yeah, it's still a decent fall, but, like, out of the various Jumanji pranks that get pulled, I feel like this is one of the, like, less threatening ones. But, you know, quite scary, getting sucked up into solid wood. Yeah, yeah. It's worse when it stops and he's just yeah. trapped. Well, they, they roll on the dice that um you undo the last turn. Yeah. So, like, it, like, undoes the magic of the last thing. So it's interesting to note that the, the game can do that. So, yeah. Then we get these really bad. <laughs> we get these really bad um, spider puppets next. They're very like rubbery and not that good looking. <laughs> no, they're sort of blobbing around. Like they are supposed to be threatening, but they just super aren't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they look like they're made of like gummy candy. Yeah, it's no no good. Yeah, <laughs> it's so scary to um, Robin Williams though to Alan that he's like, "Go get the axe from the woodshed." Yeah, <laughs> to, to Monkey Peter who like runs down there. I do really love that he grabs the axe and starts trying to break into the woodshed to get the axe that he has. Good bit. <laughs> yeah, really, really smart. That is, yeah, I love that. And, like he does um, a little side eye to camera. It's so funny. <laughs> That is, yeah, that is a classic joke. That is a CJ. Yeah. Into it. Put, yeah. put it on the CJ chart. Um, <laughs> we got uh, Judy gets shot by a plant, like a purple plant that was set up earlier. Yeah. And so she's like going to die <laughs> or like at least be paralyzed. So the stakes are getting really high. Uh, both, yeah. both Sarah and, um, and Ellen are like submerged in the floor and therefore can't play properly. And so they, like, put the dice in Sarah's mouth so that she can roll them. This is all very horrific stuff. Oh, heck yeah. Very much so. Like, it's very... It's building to this climax of the, like, uh, of what happens next. We've got the the whole house gets split in half by, like, a chasm opening up underneath it. Great visual, yeah. We, like, from outside, we see, like, the path split and, like, all the way up to the house gets, like, split perfectly in half. It's amazing. Yeah, right on where they were stuck as well, which was pretty handy. Yeah, so good. Yeah, Alan falls yeah. the way down with the, like, the game falls almost into the abyss. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. He swings on a vine, well practiced from the jungle, to go and oh, fetch yeah. the game, avoiding the avoiding the lion. Yeah, I had a lot of fun um, picking out when it would be a sub, um, not a subtitle, gosh, when it would be a stuntman and when it would be actual Robin Williams. Yeah. 
and it, he did some he does some swinging sweet yeah that's money baby i'll be into that um that is money <laughs> not playing but you know no that's that's on the run baby yeah that's on the run he's no, on sorry, the run that. to get that Mu- game. breathe baby yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um yeah he gets cornered by van pelt yeah he got puts his hands up. Van Pelt says, "Start running," and on the run starts. Hey, hey Pink Floyd were listening. Nice. Um, he drops the dice. It falls. It falls. It takes forever. It goes down some stairs. All the way down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah, but luckily, hits a high enough number. His piece reaches the little orb. And any last words? Jumanji. 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 Just Jumanji, man. That's yeah, the game. That's all you need. Whoa! What was that? <laughs> Jumanji. Oh man, that was a drink bottle falling over. Oh no! <laughs> Again, I think I've talked about this every other time it's happened. Um, my little room I record in doesn't have a light, and it's gone after dark. Oh <laughs> so no! So I'm just sitting in the dark, kicking over drink bottles. Oh, just in the abyss, recording a podcast. <laughs> yeah, man. squinting at my notes. Oh no! <laughs> it's all good. Let's do you it. Do it for the love of some good Jumanji. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they get um, everything gets sucked into the game in the like whirlpool vortex again. Really great yes, stuff. Yes, a beautiful sync to On the Run with yeah, this happening. really good. Like the the yeah. sound effects that play in On the Run usually don't match up with very much, but man, this worked for me. Like the yeah. the vortex of animals and Van Pelt just like screaming. <laughs> like, yeah. If if there wasn't a video for On the Run, it should just be this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We oh. see his little head get caught in the like the middle of the globe thing, like he's trapped in the plug hole or whatever before getting yeah. sucked in. Really, another quite spooky visual, but yeah, yeah. There you go, and then it's like Alan and Sarah are immediately reverted back to their former selves, like their young yeah. selves. They're hugging in the living room. It's crazy. Like yeah. when I first watched this, I totally did not expect this to happen. Like I thought that oh, yeah? them going back to the young versions of themselves is wild. Like, I thought for sure it would just be them, like, as adults, remember everything that happens, but the house is all fine. But no. Yeah. It's, like, transported and like back adults, in time. the kids. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah, the movie's, like, even smarter than that. It's great. Um, Good on you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they, like, the dad returns, like, because he forgot something, still in a half. And, like, mm. they both apologize to each other in a very touching scene. Mm. Um saying that like we'll have a talk about sending you, you to boarding school like we don't i don't have to i was hasty it's like have a talk man to man and he's like nah how about father and son yeah <laughs> great stuff <laughs> and then yeah also alan owns up for putting carl's shoe on the conveyor belt and like doesn't get in yeah. trouble for that like yeah what a bro good learnings yeah yeah and then yeah uh they like throw the game into the river tie it to some bricks and like <laughs> Yeah, and then it's like cut to the future. They have a wee kiss. And 26 then, yeah, years later. 26 years later. Yeah. They're having a wee party. Robin Williams is dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. If anyone was real life Santa Love Claus, it. it's old Robin Williams. Oh, absolutely. He's got the same kind of mm. energy that I would want Santa to have, I think. Yeah. I want Santa to be like somewhat manic (laughs) Yeah You want to know Santa knows a few Really dirty jokes You don't want to hear them but you want to know that Yeah right (laughs) (laughs) Of course 
and yeah, also yeah. Um, Sarah's pregnant with a with a kid, which would be cool. They have yeah. kids of their own, so yeah, nice. But then there's and like... they change history by making sure that um, Judy and Peter's parents do not go scared. Yeah, very predestination paradox issues here, but I love it. Like, yeah, yeah, make sure that the parents don't die. Probably good stuff. Probably a good call. Yeah. <laughs> Likely no time ramifications from that, but who's to say? No, well, like you said, it's kind of like a weird fugue state kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, final shot of the movie is some other kids. We don't know who they are, but they're walking along the beach, and we see the game is buried in the sand. Yes. Presumably heartbeats are playing, but we can't hear them. <laughs> Sinister beats. Uh, yeah. Never mind. We're going yeah. in, we go into, like, Time's vocals over the credits, and that's it, baby. That's it, Hell baby. yeah. What did you think? How did it sink? Yeah. What did I think and how did it sink? Yeah. There was some beautiful, like, that on the run dissolve. The, like, uh, some little bits, like, but not, it didn't feel like any of the big moments synced with any of the big moments. No. Like, we had to just invent our own. It was pretty low, low effort sinks. There was that, yeah. like, the one good one was the on-the-run one at the end, I think, with the game. Yes, for sure. Like, everything, all the animals flying in the big vortex. But other than that, you know. Yeah. Also, I'm... that's, like, oh, very yes. indicative of the um, Wizard of Oz vortex kind of thing. So, like, maybe yes. that's the match. Like, yeah. any film with a vortex, like, as close as it got to Wizard of Oz is the better sync outcome. I don't know. That's just a theory. Ooh. Not very well-crafted words, but, you know, it's the end of the yeah. podcast. <laughs> we've given you all our best crafted words yeah. well because i remember when we watched labyrinth being like okay this is sort of a plot very similar plot to wizard of oz yeah, true. is this going to be and leaning in but yeah as we haven't watched the infamous wizard of oz sync yet mm. well uh we can't really speak to that unconfirmed but interesting yeah. theory nonetheless um yes what are we what are you thinking rating wise gareth I'm thinking a strong four. All right. Or a strong three, which I'm aware cancels out the strong four. <laughs> All right. Like, can we have both? That's really funny. Yeah. Strong four and three for Jumanji. <laughs> there we go. Uh, this graph is losing it. Yeah. What was it? We had like four-ish last week or something. <laughs> yeah. That's great. But both of these are strong. Both of these outcomes. Yes. There's going to be two points on the graph inexplicably. That's, that rules. Okay. <laughs> um, what are we doing next week, Gareth? Well, okay. So next week is going to be... Uh, I don't know if you look at the, um, the calendar, oh. but it's actually going to be our last episode released before a very special day. Oh. I'm talking November 1st, <gasps> All Saints Day. Oh. So, of course, we should watch a really good, like, Christian movie with a good... Cr- oh, sorry. Oh wait, what? What do you? Oh my gosh! What? No, in my dark, dark recording studio, blood is just dripping down from the walls. Oh, oh no. god! It's spelling out letters. <gasps> D, R, E, W space C R, oh, C A R R E Y <laughs> show. No. Season three, episode two. What? <laughs> Drew Carey Show Season 3 Episode 2. Why, that's the aforementioned show that gave me nightmares that we talked about back in Episode 7. Oh my gosh. This is some specific and very scary blood. Yeah. Wow. I think we we have to follow its instructions lest we be cursed forever, Gareth. Yeah. And you know us and our curses. Yeah. One's enough. 
Once an hour. <laughs> Curses. Once an hour. Yeah, that's the slogan. So I guess, yeah, next week for a Halloween special, we have to watch season three, episode two of the Drew Carey show, Drew and the Singles Union. Okay, sweet. Lock it in. Oh. I have no problem with this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, until then, I guess. Yeah, until then. Um... Halloween. Oh gosh, uh, I've been Gareth Blackler. Um, if you like me, for some reason, oh. come to the Auckland Improv Marathon yeah. happening. Um, golly, I should have got the dates ready, but I'm playing on. It's across the weekend, uh, Labor Weekend. I'm playing um, the last show on the Saturday with my team, Love Lamp. Yeah. Um, so that's Saturday the twenty fourth awesome. of October, and then. Um, on the last show on the Sunday with my team Casual First Aid. So that's going to be cool. Hell yeah. Go see Gareth. And that's, yeah. If you're in the neighborhood. Yeah, that's the Auckland Improv Marathon. Um, Saturday the, Saturday the 24th and Sunday the 25th of October. Cool. Nice. I'm like Van Pelt falling into Jumanji. I'm plugging. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Amazing. I've got, I've got nothing to plug really, but if you, if you like the works of, uh, James Barron, I've been James Barron. Hi. Um, then you could just, oh. I don't know, buy me a coffee. That'd be nice. We could hang out. Oh, dang it. I should have asked for that. Had it just like, let's have a, have a chat, have a, have a brew together. That's yeah. yeah. That's my plug. <laughs> oh, this is lovely. Yeah. All right. Uh, cool. Oh. And until then, well, yeah. we'll see you on the dark side of the moon. On the dark side of the moon, swapping places.